Welcome to the Simply Resilient Podcast, episode number 92, Resiliency Training, Goals, Week 1. My name is Jesse Ellertson, and I am a certified life coach and a military wife who is in the trenches of life with each of you. This podcast is for military wives who know how to handle the challenges of deployments and frequent trainings, but want to improve the experience that they are having in the process. If you are ready to thrive while your husband is away, then you are in the right place. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Resiliency Training Week 1 for Goals. So in this video, we're going to be talking about creating and achieving goals. I just want to give you guys this really nice overview of why we set goals, some of the best processes for setting them, and why they can be so hard sometimes. So when you're trying to figure out what goals you want to set, sometimes that's where we have to start. We don't even know what we want our goals to be. I want you to ask yourself three questions. And the first question is, what do I want and why? And the why is really important, okay? The why is what is going to motivate you throughout the hard parts of achieving this goal, right? There's rewards that come along the way that we can really enjoy, but our why is the reason we keep going even when it's hard, even when we struggle, even when we have days where we, you know, didn't even get to it, right? Our why will keep coming back. And so we want to make sure we're clear on what our why is and that we have a great why that we like. The second question I want you to ask yourself is, how do I feel when I think about this goal? So when you think about having the goal, completing it, finishing it, how does that make you feel? And it's important to get clear on this feeling because it is what will fuel you all throughout achieving your goal is creating that feeling for yourself. And, and it's going to be a very motivating feeling for you, um, it, especially when you channel that. And the third question I want you to ask yourself is, do I believe I can do this? Do I really believe that I can accomplish this goal that I'm setting for myself? And I love this belief one because this is what we talk about a lot in life coaching is believing in the difference that makes. So let me start out by telling you that the way that we believe something, especially a new something, is just to spend time thinking it. That's a really simple way to describe what a belief is, but a belief, just examining that out there, I used to think that I just would check in with myself, do I believe it, do I not? I didn't know that I could choose to believe things in such a tangible, intentional way. And so basically whatever we spend time thinking, particularly like over and over, is what we believe. Our thoughts are what we believe, what we spend time thinking. And so when you're checking in with yourself about this goal, I want you to ask yourself, like, do I really believe this is something I can accomplish. And just identify if you've got quite a bit of doubt or things like that, because that can make it harder to work on a goal. And maybe that that goal can be a little further down and you can pick something that's more doable, more reasonable that you could actually easily believe that you can accomplish and then get to work on it right away so that you can kind of build on that success, right? And those, those feelings. Okay. I think it's important to understand why we set goals, what we think they're going to accomplish for us and what they actually accomplish for us. That's what we're going to talk about next. The reason that we set goals is because we think they will make us happy. (laughs) So we look at an area of our life right now where we're not feeling good about it, or we're not happy about it. And then we set a goal to change that so that we can be happy. We want to be happy. This is a bit of a myth. This is kind of a grass is greener situation. And, and as human beings, we are very lured into that concept of gra- the grass is greener on the other side. And so when you start to understand that I can be just as happy here with, without having achieved the goal as I can be over here on the other side of achieving the goal, that is where the magic really starts to happen. And we think that by making our lives today unacceptable to us, 
is what's going to motivate us to accomplish that goal. But that's never, that's never what it is. So that's the first part I want you to understand is that we don't achieve happiness through accomplishing goals. We, we can really enjoy the process along the way. We can love how it feels on the other side, but we, it's available to us to be exactly as happy today as we are in six months or whatever, when the goal is accomplished. So if that is not the reason we're setting goals, then why are we setting goals? And it is simply because as human beings in the world, we are programmed to evolve. That is how this life works. We are programmed to seek things that evolve us, which is amazing. And that's why even if you have great experience setting goals, even if you have terrible experiences setting goals, if you love setting goals, if you avoid setting goals, they still come up for you all the time, kind of thinking, I should probably set a goal on that. I should work on that. That's something I should get a hold of. You see other people setting goals and you think I should be, I should have more goals. Oh, here comes January. Let's set some goals. It comes up for you so much because you are programmed to evolve. And a goal is one of the most excellent ways to evolve in life. Another important thing to remember about working on goals, because I think it's really valuable to see the benefit that we get all along the way are what we call strategic byproducts. And this is what you gain from working on a goal. So what we're going to gain, you know, three months from now when the goal is done is the actual goal, whatever it is that we've set the goal for. But we're also going to gain things all along the way. These are the byproducts, strategic byproducts. And they become strategic when we get aware of them and when we plan for them and when we seek to create even more byproducts along the way. And what that is, is basically as you work on a goal, you've, you've already started evolving, right? You haven't even achieved the goal, but you're evolving because you're doing things you wouldn't have done. You're in places you wouldn't have been. You're meeting people you wouldn't have met. You're having experiences you wouldn't have had if you had not set this goal. And all of that is changing you as a person, growing you as a person, and giving you these experiences that you would not have had had you not set the goal. And so you'll start to unlock and and recognize these strategic byproducts all along the way, which will hopefully fuel your journey as you work on this goal, because there's definitely ups and downs to working on a goal. We can feel very motivated at times, and we're going to get into that in the next video. And at, and at other times, not so motivated. And there are parts of working on goals that are easy for us and parts that are much more challenging. And so for recognizing those strategic byproducts along the way, that can be really helpful. Okay, I want to give you guys an example of an awesome way to use the model when it comes to working on goals. Now, I know in my introduction video, uh, we talked about the model. So when we start to understand the way our brain works and the way our life works in models, we can see that our thoughts are always what starts the creation of our feelings, actions, and results. So the way we like to say it in life coaching is that our our results are always coming from our thoughts or our thoughts are always creating our results. We want to really wrap our minds around this and remind ourselves of this because then we know that that's where all the power is, is in our thoughts. And there's going to be a day where one day you realize, and I'm going to teach it to you today, but you might not believe me yet. And that's okay. If you really believe in the model and the way that it works, you're going to realize one day you're going to realize I can put anything I want in the R line. So this is when we're creating models that we want, like we're making that thinking plan of things that we want to create. Okay. Now, when we're looking at things that are currently happening and things that have happened in the past, we want to put in the R line what we've actually created for ourselves. But then we start to realize, wait a minute, I can create anything I want for myself. Like, well, you know, when people say like, you can have anything you put your mind to, you can create anything you put your mind to. I always thought that was just like some trite 
phrase. Like I liked it, but I was like, sure, sure. You know, but now I see what that means. Anything you put your mind to, you can create in your result line. And so when you realize that you can put any desired result you want to in this R line and then create it for yourself, your world just opens up. So I want to show you how to use the model by starting with the R line and then working your way up to show you how you can do that. So I have another example here, another goal example of a way that you can do this with the model. Now, I've, I've put it all out here, but you'll, as you work on it for yourself, you'll just be, you'll be building it line by line. I just have it already all written out here so that it's a little bit easier for the video. But basically, um, I had a client who was wanting to build up their savings account balance. And so we had a session on this because it just felt pretty impossible to them. They didn't have a lot of extra money and they knew they kind of wanted a really substantial savings account balance so that if you know an emergency came up, they would be ready. But they were really starting to believe in the model and seeing how it worked in their life. And they said, okay, I'm ready to do this. Like, let's start with this desired result, right? Which is basically like a goal. See, I have it up here in the C line. I have a goal to have a balance of $12,000 in my savings account by 2022. So I'm putting a year from now, basically by, by the, you know, January 1st, 2022, I want to have $12,000. And this wasn't their goal exactly, but I wanted to do 12,000 so that the math could be a little simpler as we discuss it. And so my client picked a, a dollar amount and picked a date, right? Cause it's really helpful to get super specific when you're working on goals. And then we put that in the R line. And that's her desired result. And she was not sure how she was going to do that. In fact, it felt like not impossible, but not super probable to her. She thought this doesn't seem like something that I'll be able to accomplish very easily, but that's, that's the beauty. We're going to just see how we create it. So we work our way from the bottom of the top. We start in the result line, get that desired result in there, get really clear on exactly what we want to look like when it's done. When you write it in the, in the R line, that's when it's already done down here. So we're imagining it already done. Then we ask ourselves the question, but it's just kind of in reverse. Okay. So we say to ourselves, what action would I need to be taking in order to have $12,000 in my savings account on this date? And this is where we come up with our action plan. Now you guys, we are so good at action plans. Okay. We're used to making that to-do list, deciding what we could do. So this part should actually come quite easily to you. If your goal is to lose weight, if your goal is to, you know, read 30 books or something in, in a year, we know how to do those things. Like I'll hear people say this all the time. Like I know how to lose weight. I know if I just do this and this, I'll lose weight, but I just can't seem to do it. Right. So that's the part where the magic comes in up here. We know what to do. So if this is your goal, you're going to get really clear on the steps that you're going to take to do that. So we break it down in math, right? She needs to put away a thousand dollars a month to make her $12,000 goal in the next 12 months. And I've, I've left it pretty unspecific here, but when you're doing it, I want you to seriously break it down into a solid action plan of exactly what you need to do. So I just wanted to mention here that when I'm coaching people on money, they're often looking at ways to spend less money um, if they're trying to save. But I tell them there's two ways to have more money, right? Spend less money or and earn more money. And usually I recommend doing a little bit of both because it can be really valuable to discipline yourself and spend less money. And then, and then you have that extra money. And so you might try things like, you know, eating out less or canceling um, unused subscriptions that have just been kind of floating there. Um, but then there's lots of ways typically to earn a little bit more money, like maybe pet sitting or selling stuff on Craigslist or eBay or, or whatever, right? 
And this is often on top of, you know, like a regular job or a regular rate that you're earning income. And we're wanting to earn a little bit more money because we're needing to make this possible with our actions. Like we know we have to take a lot of actions in order to make this possible. So you get really clear on that. And then you ask yourself the next question. How would I need to be feeling in order to take all this action? Okay. Now what this action represents for me when I'm trying to save money is that I have to say no to things that I've been saying yes to, because I have to have that extra money. So I have to say no when I want to eat out or, or like when I say here, eat out less, I think that's important. We're not just going to never eat out again, right? We want to take the things that we really enjoy doing and just do them less in order to create, you know, that ex those extra funds. So we're going to plan to say, oh, I only eat out once a week now instead of three times a week or, you know, three times a month instead of five times a month. Whatever your current amount is, your current rate, you're going to cut it down. So I have to also, if I'm going to earn more money, I have to say yes to things I don't normally say yes to. Like instead of having nothing to do this weekend and relaxing, I'm going to be going to their house and taking care of their pets, right? Or instead of just letting that stuff sit in that junk closet, I'm going to clean it out and make listings to sell my stuff. So for me, I want to be feeling disciplined in order to take this action, in order to say no to things I've been saying yes to and say yes to things that I've been saying no to, right? I need to feel pretty disciplined. And that having that feeling is going to help me take this action. Taking this action will create this result and feeling disciplined will help me create this or take this action. So when we're clear on our feeling line, then we ask ourselves the next question, what would I need to be thinking and believing? That part is very important in order to feel disciplined. Now, the reason the believing part is so important, I know I already touched on this, but your brain is just going to immediately reject thoughts that it can't even be working on believing. So we don't want to say like, not going out is fun because we really like going out to eat or whatever. Or we don't want to say, I don't even like spending money, right? Because we do like spending money. But if you can come up with thoughts that will help you feel disciplined and that you can believe it's going to create all of this for you. So a couple of ideas that I have for you guys. Um, this first one is like, I'm good at saving money. If that's one that's easy for you to believe, go with this one. That's an awesome one. I'm really good at saving money. And that's the thought you're going to think right in the heat of the moment when you're wanting to go out to eat for dinner, but you've already gone out, you know, like your planned amount of times that week or that month, and you're needing to say no to it. And you're going to remind yourself like, it's okay. I can say no to eating out because I'm really good at saving money. Or if you're wanting to get new clothes, but you don't really need them, but you see something so cute and you just are going to say no to it because you're really good at saving money. Now, if that's one that's a little bit harder for you to believe, if you don't believe you're good at saving money, you can try on a different thought or you can even qualify this thought a little bit because you may want to be working on believing that you're good at saving money. So you just might change that thought to something like, I'm starting to believe that I could be good at saving money. I'm working on getting good at saving money, right? You can just adjust that thought a little bit to something that's a little more believable for your mind and more accurate to what's going on for you. And it's important that you find a thought that really works with your brain. We don't want your brain to reject this thought or the model won't work. Another thought that I had for you guys that I want to offer you in this scenario is you might try on something like, I like my reasons for setting this goal. I like my reasons for saying no. I like my reasons for sacrificing and saying yes, right? So we want to remind ourselves, it's a little bit like in the example we used before with getting up early. We want to remind ourselves why we, why this will benefit us, right? Why does it benefit us to eat out less? Oh, because then we have extra money and our savings account gets bigger. But what's easy for us to see in that moment is how eating out less hurts us, 
right? So we need to remind ourselves, no, this benefits me to eat out less. I really like my reasons for not eating out today. So those will both really help you get back to discipline, which will help you take the action and get the results. And then again, we just have your goal in the C line. I have a goal to have that balance in my savings account. So that is how you can use the model starting from the bottom and working your way up and put anything you want in that R line and create it for yourself. It is so amazing when you really start to lean into believing what the model can create for you by helping you unlock the way you create it for yourself. You plug it all into this framework so that it's easy to understand and easy to take the pieces apart and and figure out what's working and what isn't and, and tackle it. So the last thing I have for you for this video is I just want to review this, a goal process that I teach my clients that I can go into more in depth for anybody who's interested. You just have to let me know. It's basically learning how to dream, right? Allow yourself to dream. It's like that first question I had you ask yourself, what do you want and why? Sometimes we have not let ourselves want things for a while. We might have a want come up and we just shove it down and say like, this is not the time for wanting things, right? So we need to learn how to want things again because wanting is the way we get things. So you let you let yourself dream. You practice dreaming. You open up to dreaming and figuring out what it is that you want. And as you do that, I want you to make sure that you get specific, right? We don't, when we have vague dreams and vague desires, we don't really know how to go for them. So I want you to get really specific. And then I want you to go write everything down because then it's going to hold still on paper instead of swimming around inside your brain. So that's kind of your first set of steps. And then when you have several or, or a lot of things that you're dreaming of and wanting to go for, I want you to pick one thing off of your list that you want to go for right now. You want to cr- create a plan for going for it right now. And there's going to be things that come up for you as you start to narrow in on this thing you want to go for. There's going to be doubt and worry and shame and all kinds of things. And that's okay. You just let that come up and let it pass like a wave, right? A wave, it it comes and it goes. And then you're going to say, okay, I'm going to go for this thing. I have a goal to accomplish this. And you're going to write down every obstacle that is in between you and that goal. And I want you to use the word obstacle instead of like problem or struggle, because an obstacle is very tangible and very definable. And it's also very overcomable. We just want to clearly make a list of, okay, I have these 10 obstacles that stand between me and achieving this goal. And then right next to the obstacles in the second column, basically of this list, you're going to write down the strategy to overcome that obstacle. And every single obstacle needs to be broken down enough that it has one obstacle and one strategy and then the next obstacle and the next strategy. So if you have like a really huge obstacle, like no time or something, right? You want to break it down into like my children are home and, you know, and I, I have this, you know, this is my schedule. And then the strategy can be like higher childcare and take this thing off my schedule. You know, you need to be able to come up with a specific strategy that goes with that specific obstacle. And when you have your list of strategies, that is what basically goes in your action line of the the model that we build here. Because your strategy, your list of strategies that overcome all the obstacles is just your to-do list for accomplishing this goal. And that's just an awesome place to get to. So give that a try. And then the last thing that I want to see you guys do when you have that really clear action plan and you've built your model so you know your thinking plan too, right? That's going to sustain you throughout working on this goal. I want you to go to the place in in the future where the goal is done. And this is such a cool part because we talked about this already just a little bit, but I want you to go to where you have accomplished it. It's done. You are enjoying the results. And I want you to ask yourself, what does that look like? What do I look like? What does that feel like? And I want you to get very familiar with what it'll look like when it's done. 
partly because then you can assure yourself like I'm happy here and I, I'm, I can be happy here and I can be happy there. And that's all going to feel good. Like we talked about at the beginning and partly because accessing that wisdom from your future self is how you're going to have so much success in working on your goal right now, because that's how you talk to yourself when you're in the moment and you're kind of wanting to quit the goal. You're reminding yourself, no, look, this is what it's going to feel like when it's done. This is what it's going to look like when it's done. This is what I am going to have evolved to when this is done. So let's keep going, right? Accessing that wisdom from your future self really keeps you on on the path. Okay, that is what I have for you guys today. I hope this gave you a nice overview of goals, why we do them, why they're awesome, and why we should keep going and just set ourselves up with set ourselves up with some tools that will make us even more successful as we pursue our goals and our dreams. I would love to hear from you guys. Please send me an email if you have any questions or you want me to take a look at your models. And make sure to watch for your email next week. We will be talking about staying motivated. And if you haven't set up your session, get that set up. You get one each month. And make sure you take a look at that worksheet and get to those podcast episodes that I've linked to in this email. And I look forward to hearing from you guys soon. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Ready to take what you are learning here on the podcast to the next level? Then check out my new video course, Resiliency Training. This year-long course of weekly video classes is the perfect way to increase the efforts you are already making when it comes to improving your deployment experience and making your mental health a priority. We can all use a little help sometimes to get through the difficulties of military life, and that's exactly the boost this course will give you. Sign up on my website, simplyresilient.net. I can't wait to work with you.